Hello, Maggie? Oh my God, Maggie. Maggie. I hate you. Please help me. <coughs> oh, help me, Maggie, please. I'm desperate. The parenting world is full of advice. Some of it's good, some of it not so good. So who do you trust? I'm Maggie Dent, and they call me the queen of common sense when it comes to parenting. And in these special Help Me Maggie episodes on Parental as Anything, you get to ask me the sticky, tricky parenting questions you're dying to get the answers to. I've recently become a single mother after almost 10 years, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old boy. They're definitely testing my patience as of recently and they don't listen and I've found myself resorting to a lot more yelling than I normally would and it's I'm just at my my wits end I just don't know what to do so I I really need some help but in saying that my five-year-old has recently been saying to me you don't love me mummy that's why when you yell at me, you don't love me. And anything that I say that he doesn't like, he just goes back to, it's because you don't love me, mummy, which breaks my heart because obviously I love him with all my heart. Yeah, I just guess I want to know how do I approach that? How can I get them to listen to me more so I don't have to yell? And how does a separation really impact the children? Yeah, so any... Any, any help I would really appreciate because emotionally I'm, I'm definitely struggling. I'm really struggling. Oh, gosh, my heart goes out to struggling, Mum. My goodness, there's a lot going on in your life right now. Now, just let's be up, up front. Anyone who's got two young boys will know there are times that they just... <sighs> Push every button you've got, let alone being a solo parent. And now you've got on top of that something really hard that you're processing and that's the end of a significant long-term relationship and that is huge. Grief is exhausting on all levels and it takes quite a while to get through. So it's almost like your cup's empty and your, your boys still want you to have a full cup to be able to manage their antics. Oh, gosh, their antics, somersaults on the couch, farting in your face, not cleaning their teeth and running around just being boys. So I just really want to send you a great big virtual hug to start with. Now, young boys can be tricky um, just because they just want to have a lot of fun and they're really lousy at listening. And I, I really think that's one of the things that's going on in here. They're also going through a grief process, which is going to be a little bit different to you because their world has been tipped upside down as well. So again, I want to give you just a few really practical things so that you can survive as your heart starts to heal and you re-find a new way of being you as a solo mum and as a woman not in a relationship that you would have expected would have lasted. So the very first thing is don't sweat the small stuff. Save your energy for the big stuff. And that's the stuff where they're about to hurt each other really badly or allow the mess in the bedrooms for a bit. I want you to do some Maggie denting. Apparently this is something I didn't know I'd created. I want you to make a cuppa. I want you to sit on the couch more often. And I want you to watch them play. Just 
chill out, sit down and watch them play because that's really big in boy world to have you around just hanging out with them. The second one is every now and then a silent sound signal around your boys. Perhaps pop your hand in the air, like up in the air and go, that means I need you to be quiet when I've got my hand up here, but you don't do it too often. Connect with them, go over, rub their back, touch their head and then go, I need you to go and do your teeth right now. So if we can do those things, there's a bigger chance of them hearing it. There's no guarantee they're going to remember it by the time they get to the bathroom. Micro connections. This is the big one I want you to look at is that you haven't got the energy for big macro connections, long, deep, meaningful, fun stuff. You haven't got that energy, mama. I want you to look at the micros. And a really big one is that one around, um, you know, hanging out with them every now and then or talking dinosaur talk or jumping up and down like them, not quite on the couch, but just do some things that make them feel connected. The fun family rituals, make sure you've got kind of a movie night or end of week treat for surviving daycare and school. Little things they can look forward to that are are little pockets of joy. That little boy who is now saying, um, you don't love me, they are actually incredibly sensitive to feeling unloved, even when we're being firm and fair, which is what we need to do. And I'd say that little boy might be picking up your sadness as well. So the best one for that, bedtime ritual. And at night time, as you tuck them in, you know, don't worry if there's dishes everywhere in the kitchen and the bathroom looks like something has had a tornado through it. Get them to their bed and the last thing you do at the end of the night is end really strong with a bedtime ritual that tells them how much you love them. So I love you more than every star in the night sky. I love you more than every grain of sand on every beach in the whole wide world. And I love you more than all the hares and all the bears. That's the thing that your boys need to hear as they fall off to sleep. They will come up with some more hilarious ones, like, you you know, they love you more than all the bums on all the fishes um, and every dinosaur that ever walked. But a personalised bedtime ritual is going to fill that little cup as you're struggling to find the joy in your life again. So the biggest message, Mama, out of all of this is that your boys need love and connection and that predictability as they work out how this new world is going to be. The minimum number of people is one. So all you have to focus on is ensuring that they are feeling your love and connection as you gradually come to heal as people are living in two homes can continue to be respectful, positive parents. And I want you now to look at what are you doing to take care of you? I want you to do some, set some things up that mean you're showing your boys that you need to take care of you. And please ask for help. Let people help you. This is a time that um, help-seeking behaviour being modelled is important. You are in a grief process with two dynamic little lads who would be in the same space, um, just with a few more prickly bits around the edge. And Gradually take one day at a time as you rebuild yourself, your strength and your capacity to heal a broken heart. And I do, as I said before, send you an enormous amount of Maggie love. (laughs) 
And if you'd like some more advice around how to navigate separation and divorce and protect your kids from the fallout, check out our last episode of Parental as Anything. Child psychologist Vincent Papaleo walks us through what to do and what not to do in this tricky time. What we know is that children whose parents separate maintain high levels of conflict and embroil those children in that conflict have children who are very significantly higher risks of problems with anxiety and depression, drug and alcohol use, and at very significantly higher risks of having interpersonal relationships that are not stable and satisfying. And if you have a question for me, I'd love to hear it. All you have to do is record it on a voice recording app on your phone and email it to me along with your name and mobile number to parentalasanything at abc.net.au. This is Parental As Anything. I'm Maggie Dent. And remember, keep breathing. You really have got this.